and welcome to another episode of the Nutritional Advantage podcast. I'm your host, Kellen Hahn, and today we're going to talk about generational wealth or generational health and why it's so important that moms are especially are the ones that truly understand nutrition for their families. So just to dive in a little bit, you're probably asking, why is it just specifically for moms? Well, you have to think mom is the heart and soul of the family she's the one that does the grocery shopping she cooks the foods she's also known as the nurse you know she's there to take care of everyone so in terms of assessing everyone's health mom is pretty much there every single day there for you so her being such a strong role in the household of being that individual who shouldn't have all the guidance and all the knowledge on how she can bring the family full circle. So this includes getting your two-year-olds through their terrible twos, uh, taking care of babies that have diaper rashes, and how you can minimize all of that with the use of nutrition. On top of that, teenagers. How do you have teenagers with behavioral disorders or uh, extreme aggression, ADHD, learning disabilities? Any of that stuff can be avoided with the right nutritional practices. On top of that, kids always get tummy aches and excuses not to go to school. You can obviously use nutritional practices that will be able to help you eliminate what those options are that are causing your children discomfort. So mom is definitely the one person in the household that has to be evaluating everyone's health status on a daily basis, looking at certain things from their behavioral eating, as well as things, um, just finding what their likes, dislikes are. On top of that, as a wife of the household, you were there for your husband as well. So there's a lot of things from a personal standpoint with relationships of better understanding what is going to help your husband perform better at work, what is going to help your relationship in terms of those intimate times in the bedroom. You know, there's all sorts of things that you can do with nutrition to optimize your overall relationship as a whole. So I'm going to go back and dive into a few of the success stories that we've had um, just to give you guys a little bit of an example of the true power of nutrition. So I was speaking with a mom who allowed me to share her son's success story. Um, She was a client of mine and on our check-ins, she would say that she was highly discouraged that her son wasn't able to wake up first thing in the morning. And this was something that had been going on for months and she had just been using the excuse as he's a growing teenager. You know, those are certain things that come with, you know, those teenage years Um, is just requiring a little bit more sleep. So I started asking her more questions about her son's eating habits, and we ended up dissecting certain scenarios. Um, And what came to the surface for me was a nightshade sensitivity. So he was carrying a lot of those symptoms that are associated with that. So we did a simple dietary change with her son with eliminating the nightshade classification of foods. And the next morning, her son woke up on his own. And this was something that they had been struggling with for months. 
This boy was late for school every single morning. They couldn't get him out of bed. He wouldn't wake up to his alarm. And one dietary shift, he all of a sudden wakes up in the morning. There was another client that I had who she, I was working with her as well. And she had mentioned that her daughter had psoriasis. And this was something I told her that could be a simple dietary shift. And she journaled her daughter's uh, eating habits. And this was something that we had worked together to dissect. Furthermore, those foods that needed to be eliminated. And within three, four days, all of her psoriasis was clearing up. So as a mom being in control of understanding that simple dietary shifts, journaling nutrition for your family can truly elevate everyone's life uh, from the standpoint of skin clarity, um, hormone changes. You have to think everybody's got daughters that are going through that time of month and experiencing that for the first time. How to guide your daughters in the right direction with the proper nutritional practices. So with stabilizing hormones, there's a lot of things that come into play and every woman is a little bit different. So um, understanding certain hormone protocols that we implement with Callahan Enterprises, um, there's not a one size fits all for hormone stabilization. So there is a series of protocols that we do um, allow our women to use to further identify where their hormone status is. That right there can avoid a lot of those um, growling little teenagers that time in the month and certain scenarios there. Other things to dive into with customized nutrition is more along the lines going around along the route of your partner's side. Um, and I had mentioned earlier being intimate in the bedroom and stuff like that. So when it comes to hormone stabilization, even for men and women, if you feel like there is a lag in your relationship on one partner is a little bit more in tune with wanting to be more intimate than another, you know that is associated with nutrition. And I see this a lot with couples that are living independently where they're thriving. They're doing awesome, living independently, getting their own groceries. But when they move into the same household, things change. One person's thriving while the other one may be lagging a little bit. So bringing everything full circle from a hormone stabilization standpoint includes your partners as well. And understanding that when both of you are feeling well, it is actually a pheromone response when you have a healthy immune system that you are going to be even more attracted to your partner when their immune system is healthy. This is why you see, you know, a lot of people who truly have strong immune systems, they're going to seek a partner of that caliber. That is very normal of the biological standpoint of our human nature is we are truly attracted to our equal from a immune standpoint. And while we're on the topic of family and significant others, it's highly critical to understand that your lifestyle has to be in alignment as well. So it's not necessarily your goals need to be in full alignment, but the lifestyle that you live, whether it's eating healthy, going to the gym, taking care of yourself, that plays a huge application in compatibility from a relationship standpoint. So further understanding 
that if you were the type of person that isn't putting your physical health to the forefront, but your partner is going above and beyond doing the same thing, attacking that goal, you're going to feel a little bit of resistance just from a psychological standpoint is everybody generally wants to be in the same page. So this is why we do have a lot of couples that come to us together. Um, They want to go on a lifestyle transformation together and be able to really coincide with not only nutrition, but at the same time, you know, continuing to make their body stronger. In turn, it's going to make your relationship stronger. Um, Just having that mental dynamic as well as kind of encouraging and pushing each other to go to the next level to become that better version of themselves. That right there is very important to the success of a relationship. And even when it comes to uh, families, you know, not every family is raised with the type of person that they want to become. My family, for example, we grew up on a ranch. Um, so there is a lot of homestyle cooking, casseroles are life in the Midwest. And when you experience uh, upbringing such as that, you know, for some people like myself, that's not the type of lifestyle I prefer to live. However, do I condone them for living life however they would like? Absolutely not. So, you know, obviously the choice and the beauty in life is being able to dictate that future version of yourself. How are you showing up for them every single day? And speaking of family, I absolutely love and adore my mom. And in my upbringing, being able to see her as you know, the front and center, the forefront of our family unit, she became such an important role in who my brother and I developed and uh, turned into be. So she would teach us things, you know, simple things like doing laundry. And if there was a laundry detergent that was affecting our skin, obviously she would be the one that would be you know, making sure that we switch laundry detergents. Um, At the same time, she would teach us how to cook, you know, and if there were certain foods that we didn't like, she never forced us to eat those. But I did grow up in a generation where if you were eating vegetables and your parents thought that was the healthy thing for you, they would make you eat everything on your plate before you were able to go get your dessert. So um, for some people, if your body responds well to vegetables, this was always something that, you know, probably is healthy for you. However, in that generational group where you have to clean up your plate um, was extremely mandated by our parents When you look at the psychological evaluation, if your child had vegetable toxicity and to see them in an upbringing where they were forced to eat vegetables, then you get into college age and adult age and now they tell you vegetables equal weight loss. You have to eat salads to lose weight. You know, this is why a lot of people see their health going downhill after a while is because they were fed the wrong information from their upbringing. Now, when we look at mom, she is the one that should be uh, teaching us the right information when we are sitting at that table because not only is it about the foods that we're responding to, she's also helping us boost our immunity so that if we go out into public and we gain any exposure to any viruses, we're able to better fight them off. You know, you just have to think of those times of years such as going back to school, 
seems like every time kids go back to school, they're always coming back sick. Uh, or if they are, uh, it's the winter time and it's starting to get cold out, you know, that flu season really um, hits hard. Uh, the stomach bug um, that all the parents talk about. So being a mom, if you truly understand your children's eating behaviors, you can journal and note and work with a professional on truly how can you find the nutrition that is going to best be viable for my child to increase you know, um, learning scenarios, making sure that if they are showing signs of ADHD that they don't need medication. That is not the answer. The answer is you need to find the food that is creating anxiety and antagonizing their immune system so that they are better able to stabilize their body. With most moms, you know, being at the forefront, you have total control of everything in that household. And even though it could be things like gluten, it could be sugar, it could be dairy, it could also be a whole vast array of health foods as well that you may be completely oblivious to. So in the generation that we were raised in, we were taught that there's a whole classification of if it's a whole food, it's a healthy food. But that's not necessarily the case. It could be a whole food, but it may not be right for your body. And in general, when it comes to the power of nutrition, that's the one thing that we really want to speak to everybody on is understanding not every food is a service to your body. Now, if any of this information sparked an interest for you, please feel free to reach out to the Callahan Enterprise team. We are always more than welcome to speak with you on any nutritional questions that you have. Thanks again for joining another episode of The Nutritional Advantage. We'll catch you on the next one.